Hey friends, we just wanted to put a little caveat before uh, you listen to this full episode. When we recorded this, it was the day before William Hurt passed away, and unfortunately, during recording, we, neither Keith nor myself, had any idea of any of the allegations that had been brought up against William Hurt regarding sexual assault and abuse towards Marley Matlin. We absolutely stand by Marley Matlin. We believe her. We fully support her. And in no way is this recording of this podcast meant to insinuate that we didn't care or that we're making light of any of these situations that she went through. We thank you so much for sticking with us. And we always want to hold ourselves accountable and we always want to do better. Thanks for listening. Content warning, y'all. We have lots of fun making this podcast, but remember, we watch a lot of R-rated films, use language that reflects that, and joke about heavy topics to create levity around these themes. If that doesn't feel safe or could be triggering, please take care of yourself. We want you to have fun listening, too. This also means we might not be suitable for children. Oh, yeah, and we spoil the end of all the movies we pot about. Thanks for listening. You do this thing sometimes? When we were recording. Yeah, no, that's totally true. Where I've noticed at least where <laughs> <coughs> you'll just fully <laughs> I'm always you're always like uh. <laughs> just uh. no you don't but you don't and it's funny to me it's just funny to me there's <laughs> a white man Non-canonical. <laughs> Non-denominal. Non-denominational. <laughs> Today. Whoa. <laughs> I feel so I feel pretty shitty today because uh one more time. Uh yeah. One last time, have a nice uh, purge of the, my uterine lining. Are Guess you missing your coffee? coffee? Yeah, it's on the counter. I see it. So I'm in pain, and I I can't really take much uh, in in regards to pain reliever because I'm gonna have surgery. So I have to be careful. So I'm not feeling great, and but I. I wanted to record anyway because I was like, that'll be an interesting, I mean, 
whatever. Maybe not for the listeners, but it's when you listen, it should be a week after my surgery. So I'm like, yeah, I'm in an altered state. I'll be in an altered state. It's a pretty, it's a pretty perfect time to talk about altered state. <laughs> the movie that we watched last night. Also, we're sat in the opposite. Yes, because I'm in a lot of pain. I'm so laying down. So that state down. is also altered. Yes. I'm laying down on the couch, which means that I'm in Keith's normal position because he has a perma. The world looks so different from over here. Yeah. <laughs> you I have a better... Like, you I do like being able to see out the <laughs> window. I was say, you can, Keith has this thing. I don't even know how to describe it because it's just going to sound normal. Keith likes to look out the window. Oh, okay. That's not where... It's just he likes it. Like... And you can tell he's enjoying himself while he's just looking out the window. It's really <laughs> compulsive. I don't even realize. I don't even I think about it. I used to have, I in the apartment I lived in before we moved in together, before <laughs> we decided to live in sin, I had a, a window. You should probably get closer to the microphone. <laughs> I literally was like, are you being serious, though? You seem to get quieter in my ear. <laughs> Plus, I thought it would be funny to it say. Is, it is funny. Okay. Oh. Um, yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, Thank you. I used to have a window in my bathroom. <laughs> Keith would use the restroom sitting down. Um, he would just stare out the window. And <laughs> it was, just, yeah, it was so it was funny. It was so funny. Hey, guys, <laughs> I like to look out the window when I poop if I have the option. <laughs> what a fucking freak. Because you look happy. You're happy pooping because you can look outside. Also, the view was of the parking lot. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm not looking at the parking lot. I know, I know. But it was just, it was funny to me. But you, he gets like, he'll get in a, I'm so sorry. I'm not trying to dox you right now, but. He gets into a certain sitting position also when he's looking out the window. I don't know if you realize that, but you will, like, you you look like you're yoga posing when you're looking. Yeah, like, I can tell when you're, like, yeah, it's just really interesting. Yoga posing. It is compulsive, and it, but it's so it's such a sweet compulsion, like for someone to compulsively like look outside at like the sky, like that's so sweet. Like it, you're not like compulsively like pulling out your eye hairs you know wait your eye hairs that's not real you're not it's real <laughs> like i compulsively pick my cuticles and my skin well, and I you have, compulsively well, look out the things window. like that too anyway but enough it about d- me doesn't look cute <laughs> anyway yeah so keith's in a in a position where he can see out the window so <laughs> well i could see out the window but it's a large enough window yeah, I no, I can before. see out the window, but it's In definitely... Fact, the episode I just edited, I, oh, yeah, I, you told I me. break <laughs> to be like, hey, there's a squirrel. <laughs> and then you fart into the microphone. <laughs> like you do. Um, Why did we choose this movie? Oh, yeah, that's a good... Before we say that, oh, I yeah. want to say, um, our GoFundMe is probably still up. I don't know how long it'll be up, but check the links in our bio um, if you're curious for ways um, we set up a GoFundMe so that 
Um, we could, you know, not be stressed about money while I'm in hospital or, you know. Let's say less stressed. Yeah, less stressed. <laughs> That's fair. Well, yeah, it could be less stressed about money while I'm in hospital. And and I don't want to say this uh, by now. I mean, right now it's a week before my surgery. When this is actually on, it'll be a week after. But, mm-hmm. like, going into it, I don't know. There could be complications. I'm not looking for that. I don't think that there will be. I'm not planning for that. But that's something that could happen. So, like, you don't know. You know, it right. might be, like, a harder recovery than, I, than I'm right. anticipating is all I'm saying. Um, and th- that can happen. That's very possible for this kind of procedure. Not to say, like, whatever. I'm just saying it's not going to be. Yeah, like, it could be a longer recovery right. than anticipated Correct. without anything. Correct. Without any real complications. Being wrong. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, also, our building just got sold, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I kind of feel like who the fuck knows what's gonna happen. Yeah, with that? I know. I'm I'm really looking forward to just getting kicked out of <laughs> two weeks after my surgery. Anyway, um, yeah. so if you're like, hey, how can we, you know, support you? You can check out our GoFundMe. And honestly, like, it's one of those things where I would like if you're not able to give any money like that's totally fine but if you can't give money then you could just like tweet it out or post it or something like that share it and let people know um or if you do give money you can share and just be like hey you know i was only able to give two bucks but maybe you can give 10 or something like that yes not telling you to like you know panhandle or something like that but if you have to you have no i'm just kidding do we one time one time i had um like I, I like got a call from. This was back when I used to answer the phone. I got a call from like one of those scammers that Rube. was like, "Oh, donate money f- for kids with cancer." And I'm like, "That's such a." And I was like, "No," and I was like, "I don't really have money to donate." Also, no, I'm not going to donate money over the phone. And he was like, "Oh, you don't care about kids with cancer." Uh-huh. And I was like, what? And he was like, you can't ask your friends to give you money for kids with cancer. And I was like, what are you? I was like, no, I don't. He's like, none of your friends have money for you to ask for so that you can give money to kids with cancer. And I was like, what is this? Yeah, And wow. he was like, you're so, and he was like, really like, you don't care. You, you hate kids with cancer. And he was just going so hard. And I ended up, I was just like laughing about it. Cause I was like, Good. this guilt trip isn't working because I'm saying yeah. I don't have, like, I'm a poor person. Like I don't have money. Like. You know, like can't bleed a rock, right? <laughs> I'm like, it's not a thing of like, can I scrape up the funds? Also, you think I have friends? <laughs> right. Forget having friends with or without money. I don't have friends. Right. <laughs> I mean, this was like at the time. I'm not saying I don't have friends now. Um. Yeah. So I'm not trying to pull that. <laughs> you can't no. ask your friends to give me money. It was very much. I told you. I've told you the story. I was. I forget the exact situation, but. I think I'd been sitting collections for some parking tickets Woo. that were my fault, but the car was not in my name. So, oh, that's right. Yeah, that's hard. Um, and it was more complicated than that for stupid reasons. Anyway, so I had right. I hadn't been sitting collections for that. But I was mm-hmm. calling the collections place to pay that off, uh-huh. and they were, <clears throat> and I was like, "Okay, I want to pay this debt. It's in this person's name." 
And they were like, oh, well, there's some shit in your name here, too. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I just want to pay the other stuff. And they're like, oh, you want to pay your friend's debt and not yours? And I'm like, correct. <laughs> but it was the same tone. It was like, oh, you can. Right. I'm like, what the fuck do you care? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have zero skin in this game. And what kind of weird backwards guilt trip is this? Like, <laughs> when I oh, you care more about somebody else than yourself? <laughs> when I had surgery the what first time. What kind of time. selfish asshole? <laughs> when I had surgery the first time, like when I had my gallbladder issue and I had to have my cholecystectomy. Oh, shit. Um, I remember. Out. I remember what it's called because they made me say it 15 million times before going into surgery. And then when I was like in the operating room and they're like, what are you here for? I was like. I can't remember what gallbladder it's called. Gallbladder no work. And I was like, I'm getting my gallbladder removed. And they were like, that that works. And I'm like, you mean this whole time? I've I could have been tra- saying that. <laughs> so pissed. Anyway, before, like, not even, a, not even a week before, like a couple days before my surgery, someone called and they were like, oh, your insurance is only covering this amount and uh-huh. you need to pay like 10% of it. Oh, Right. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Because uh, it was like $20,000 for the surgery and I needed to pay like 10% of it or like, I don't know, some so percent. $20. They were like, you need to pay $3,000 up front. And I was like, okay, well, I don't have $3,000 to yeah. pay up front. And they were like, okay, well, then can you just pay like such a percentage of that? Can you just give us $300 right now? And I was like, no. I was like, that's like more than half of my rent. I'm like, I don't have that money to just like give you i was like i don't have that and they were like okay well i'm just and like this is what the lady's tone Uh was so much like a gun was being pointed at her head like it was very much like i have to say this even she's like i just want you to know that they'll find a way to get it from you if you don't pay it and i was like uh okay and she's like so if you don't pay this they'll they'll get it from you anyway and i was like what are they going to do? Take my foot? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? It was like, I was like, cool. I don't have money to pay this right now. Like, I don't have that money. I don't have $300 to spare. Like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And they're so awful about it. Mm. They're so fucking awful about it. Anyway, um, luckily, because this surgery is... I, because I'm super poor and on Medicaid, and for whatever reason in Illinois, dysphoria is covered by Medicaid. Uh, I don't. Don't jinx it. I don't think. I don't know. They haven't told me though. They keep being like, "We'll let you know," oh. and I was like, "I'm like, <laughs> okay." So I don't know. They're like, "Have they gone over the price with you of how much it's going to cost?" Like someone asked me that, and I was like, "I don't know." And they were like, "Okay, well." okay and i was like ah <laughs> so hopefully after the surgery i'm hit with like a fifty thousand dollar bill fingers crossed fingers we'll just up the gofundme if that happens <laughs> Fuck that. they don't i know it's i'm not giving them any money no yeah <laughs> no I i'm not giving them any of your money <laughs> Fuck that i put my foot down <laughs> anyway um <laughs> So if you also don't have money and you still want to support this <laughs> podcast, this truly, this is going to sound like humoring us, which it is, but like in a really good way. If you follow us on social media, if you follow us on Twitter or TikTok or Instagram, um, 
that gives us a huge ego boost. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't forget to also, and uh, like across the board on Twitter, on TikTok and Instagram, we're ZNK pod. You can also become a patron or you can just follow us on Patreon and you'll get notified whenever our posts go live. That's right. Um, and it's com slash ZNK pod. Also. Bro, $12 a year. Yeah, seriously. $1 a month. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Yeah. You get our bi-weekly. Yep. Am I using that right? Ex- yeah. Right? Because it's every other week. We post a very, ex- it's an exclusive episode that we only post to Patreon. Yeah. And we don't post, we don't post it anywhere else later. Like it's literally, it yeah. just stays on Patreon. Patreon um, exclusive. And also we post the um, podcast a day early on Patreon. Oh, so right. you can listen to it. Like if you're like, oh, I love your stuff it happens but it happens on saturday and i can't listen to it until like whatever you know because of this or that but if you you know if, if friday e- if you're yeah if you have a really strict if schedule. this very specific hypothetical applies to you <laughs> Fuck <off. laughs> i'm trying to be inclusive <laughs> um anyway uh yeah so you can do that or or another super free thing that you can do is you can go to Apple Podcasts. Yes. And you can review it. Yes. And you can just give us five stars and a thumbs up emoji. It makes you it makes you I think it makes you comment. Maybe it doesn't. But if it like <sighs> I th- right. I don't remember if it makes you comment or not. Right. But, but whatever, if it you does, can do a one word. Right. If it does, you can literally do a thumbs up emoji. Yeah, right. Like you can <laughs> or do like an eggplant emoji, do a unicorn emoji, whatever. do Poop. the trans flag emoji, whatever. Do the gay flag emoji. Poop. Do the uh, smiling poop. Do a ghost. Um do a eighteen year old ghost. Do <laughs> anyway. So, Name all the emojis. Yeah. Do Show me your top five emojis that aren't uh, a smiley. <laughs> Wait, new challenge. New challenge just dropped. Go to Apple Podcasts and in the review, just put five stars and then show me your top five emojis. I want to see what they are. Challenge. It's a challenge. You love you love. There's a new TikTok and- challenge. Go to Apple Podcasts. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> new TikTok challenge. Go to <laughs> Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Find our podcast and screen record yourself giving the giving us five stars and then, <laughs> and then all you listeners who are on TikTok. And then post it to TikTok and then tag us on TikTok. New challenge. Here's Stanzi Patinza. <laughs> yeah. We're not desperate. We'll do it for your podcast. <laughs> Oh God! Check out what the fresh hell on. Yeah, I haven't listened to it because I don't listen. I tried. It started to give me a. It started to give me a panic attack. (laughs) I don't like listening to podcasts. Oh, (laughs) reveal! I know. Shocking. I literally. This is this is a thing. I sometimes am like, I want to do a podcast where I talk about art and things. Lol. Why? 
I don't listen to them. Because you love the sound of your own voice. Exactly. No, I just like attention. Check out Zed Talks. <laughs> <laughs> on YouTube, yeah. I got a new one coming out Monday. It's coming out on Monday. And what's the topic on this one? The topic on this one is the sound of my voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's relatable to anyone who loves Oh, I said it's coming out this Monday. It came out two weeks ago. <laughs> it came out two months ago. <laughs> You've already seen it. You love it. But if, if you forgot to give it a thumbs up, do, it now. do that. Do it. And go subscribe to my YouTube channel. Oh, man. We got so many things for you to like and subscribe to. I know. You're re- welcome. Rate and review. God, you're and welcome. I'm so, I'm so. Give us money for. I'm so envious that you get so much it must be a real privilege to know us. God, you're so fucking lucky. What's it like? What's it like to be so rich? So rich with friends like us who have no money and constantly beg you to pay attention to us. <laughs> you're never going to have it better than this. Fucking seriously. You're never going to find a better podcast you're to listen to. You're nothing without us. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, we're having fun. We watch Alter States. <laughs> Y'all. Shug. Why, Shug? <laughs> Our second watch through of King, of, King the of the Hill. Yeah. Why, Shug? <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, Altered States. Uh, it's good. Okay. We, okay, we chose it because it was because, it's part, yeah, of part of March Hysterical Madness. Check. And because I'm... You know, it's coming out a week after my surgery when I'm probably still going to be roughly using a little bit of pain meds, maybe, depending on, you know, my recovery. And I'll be in an altered state. So it'll be, it matches my, I'm going to be in an altered state after And depending my surgery, on so. your usage of painkillers, I may also be in an altered state. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> You'll, Yeah. You'll just go get yourself a lot. Of, well, you'll just use my small supply of weed products that I haven't been able to use in preparation for All having a surgery. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, And we talked about watching this. I, yeah. We well, wanted to. Uh, since yeah. We start, I mean. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I mean, I, probably, la- probably even before we started the pod when we were just. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As Altered our states. pandy viewing. This is a movie that I'm not sure if I've ever seen it all the way through. I'm convinced I've seen it much more than I actually have, I think. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, hold on. Well, and we talked about we probably both, oh. if we'd seen it, it would would have been on broadcast television. And so right. it would have been right. highly well, edited, I, I'd I imagine. Thought, I feel like I ah. mouth farted when I said that. Uh, I, th- <laughs> I might. <laughs> need help. No, my socks are caught on my leggings that are caught on my big body pillow. Um, this body pillow, I'm just going to put this in here. Our, my friend Brittany um, Shout out. offered it to me because of my upcoming surgery. They had the same surgery, I mean, for different reasons, but they had <laughs> a similar surgery uh, about a year ago. So they used this body pillow for that. And they were like, ooh, do you want it? And I was like, hell yeah. And when I got it, I laughed hysterically because the shape of a pillow looks like just two, looks like just a pair of jeans got stuffed. It was so funny. <laughs> I laughed so hard. 
And then I'm trying it out because I'm not feeling very good before my surgery. And it is comfy. <laughs> this thing is so soft. And so, like, it's it's that, like, velourish fabric that I fucking love. And it's, oh, it's welcome, so soft. Welcome to the stage. Velourish fabric <laughs> that I fucking love. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So, but it's so soft that I keep getting caught on it because I'm so soft too. Um, what? What? So yeah, but I feel like I I thought that I'd seen. I I felt like I saw this movie when I was like a teenager on TV. Right. And then I thought I watched it with my ex and was like, oh, there's a lot more to this movie than I remember. Uh huh. <laughs> and then rewatching it last night, I was like, I remember fucking nothing about this movie. I'm like, why really? am I convinced I've seen it multiple times? I remembered nothing. So I'm like, maybe I haven't seen it oh. all the way through. I definitely remember like the stuff that happens at the end, like the weird sort of like, you know, the the actual altered states part of it, you know, where, you know, the, tank yeah, yeah. blows up that they never actually show <laughs> you just hear water and they're like <gasps> and then oh yeah that's a good point they're like i was mopping for hours or whatever and i'm like what for what <laughs> anyway uh yeah i really like it it's so fucking weird it's so fucking weird yeah and i i liked it a lot i mean <clears throat> yeah i remember you know i think Clearly, we both had an impression, a strong impression about it. That's why we, yeah, we both correct thought of it. You okay? Yeah, sorry. I just got a twinge of pain and oh yeah, in a horrible spot. And so it was like, and because you know, this is sort of the what I premise of the podcast. That, you know, like things we remember right, having yeah. seen and like right. wanting to revisit it and mm-hmm. see what we think about now as. More fully formed adults. Right, yeah. So, <laughs> I definitely, you know, and there's lots of very wild visuals in it, so it's easy to, you know, I was I was worried that I'm like, oh, is that all, is that the only reason Yeah. it stuck with me? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. No, it's got a lot going on. I. It's definitely. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not problematic in areas. For sure. But I will say it's way less problematic than I thought it was going to be. Uh-huh. And the, especially when you, you mentioned this, the uh-huh. part where he, so there's like a section at the beginning where he, William Hurt's character goes to um, Mexico, right? It's yeah. Me- yeah. He goes to Mexico and he kind of uh, meets with like some indigenous folks there and they're doing like a ceremony And it's, like, one of those things where they, like, make this, like, tea or whatever that makes them hallucinate. Which happens. Like, that's an indigenous thing, like, that'll happen, you know. Um, Where it's ceremonial. Like, they'll, you know, know, so, like, that seemed to track. He asks if he can, like, be in on it. Right. And they show that. Yes. Well, Keith, Keith was like, this doesn't feel as appropriative. And I think the reason why is because he asks and they're like, okay. And then he's, he asked them what it's going to be. And then they tell him, but they have, he's like completely shown as an outsider. 
He's not shown as them right. being like, oh, you're one of us, buddy. We love you and we accept you. He's shown as being a total outsider. He has a translator. Like, he doesn't speak the right. language. He doesn't even speak Spanish. So they're, like, this translator is telling him what these people are saying. Um, and also, he's very much, like, not super, like, the things that they do, he's kind of weirded out by. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's, but they're not doing anything. Like, they cut his hand at some point, and he gets so, like, yeah. pissy about it, which I kind of love. Yeah. Because I was like, it's exactly the thing, like, where you want to be involved in this, but you're like, oh, not right. like that, yeah. you know? And it's like, yeah. they're just like, okay, whatever. But it shows them participating well, and also, in it. What? Go ahead. Uh, yeah, leading up to it, he was like, ask him, ask him what it's going to look like. Yeah, ask, ask him what he, it's going to yeah. feel like. Ask him what I'm going to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, my favorite part is he's like, you'll see the beginning of everything. And he's like, what's it look like? And it's like, it looks like nothing. And then it looks like, yeah. but he's like all like, like things that like you can't actually describe, you know. Su alma regresará su primera alma. Uh, your soul will return to the first soul. Ask him what this first soul will look like. ¿Cómo es la primera alma? Es la materia encriada. Is unborn stuff. Entonces usted se lanzará en el vacío. Uh, then you will propel into the void. Usted verá una mancha. You will see a spot. La mancha se convertirá en una grieta. Uh, the spot will become a crack. Esta la grieta entre la nada. Uh, this is the crack between the nothing. Esta nada saldrá su alma encriada. And out of this nothing will come your unborn soul. You know, so I kind of like that. That he's like, what's it gonna look like? You know, you'll see the beginning of everything. What's it look like? Well, fuck off. I know. Shut up, dude. <laughs> so it like it definitely did, and I'm not saying it like perfectly showed this, obviously, but it definitely felt like you weren't seeing all of it. For one, they weren't trying to show you every aspect of it. They were trying to show you that you're seeing a glimpse of this thing. Uh-huh. That is practiced by people that you're not fully going to understand, and you right. don't actually need to. Well, and also, <clears throat> I think a part. And oh, my favorite part was when he trips out, and they get pissed at him, right? And like basically, like tell him he needs to fucking they leave kick him out yeah. because he he <laughs> like ends up killing a lizard, and he's like, but I don't remember doing that. <laughs> and they're like, he's like, it's their word against mine. And the the his translator's like, okay, cool, doesn't matter. Right. You gotta get out. We gotta leave. And he's like, oh, and he's so pissed off. He's uh-huh. like, oh, oh, I couldn't have done that. We only have their word. I killed a lizard. Oh no, you didn't see it, and I have no recollection of it. And this whole hideous business is just a joke. The Indians have played on me to make the gringo look like a fool. Look, you asked what? me what happened, and I told you. You drank the mixture and went outside. After a while, there was a scream, and some dogs were barking. I started after you. The screaming stopped, and the broker yelled at me to come back and forget oh, it. Oh, bullshit. And he's like, well, we heard screaming, and then we came out to that, so... What else are we supposed to think? So I'm like, no, this actually, it. I felt like, and again, I'm not saying it's like, oh, this tribal's like totally shown accurately. What I'm saying right. is the outsider aspect of it and this person like trying to insert themselves into this and be part of this was so fucking, it seemed, it was like, it felt a lot more accurate. And I felt like it was shown as a portrayal of someone trying to invade another person's space as opposed to 
um, trying to sh- to exploit the actual act of it and showing someone like yeah. just like oh I'm just in the middle of it and I fit right in. It was very much like you are an outsider in this space, but not in the sense of like fuck you. It's more like I'm invade I'm I'm invading your space. I'm choosing to invade your space, and I think it's fine. You know. And right. so I really, I really appreciated the way that whole thing was, was shown. Like it's showing his perspective of everything, but you're not right. really looking at him as a cool guy while he's doing it. He kind of looks nerdy. Yes. He kind of looks out of place. He yes. kind of acts spoiled. You're not super sympathetic to Correct. Yeah. what And I was like, through. all right. And as a character in general, you're kind of just like, this guy sucks. I know. <laughs> I mean, like. What is this? Yeah. Well, I wrote down, I was like, this is like a thing where I feel, sorry, you were going to say Yeah, I have one more point that I wanted to make about that whole sequence. Yes. Just that, um, and I'm only just thinking it, so who knows. Mm -hmm. But like when they're, the ceremonial part, when they're brewing the tea or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's in this cave, Mm -hmm. and you just have, I don't know, you know, there's one group of folks sitting around the cauldron or what have Mm -hmm. you. Um, and then there's another group that is sat back who are playing music. Yeah. Um, that's it. And then, you know, cause one of my least favorite tropes is if you're showing an indigenous mm-hmm. or tribal, uh-huh. I did air quotes, Yep. uh, culture, there's always like some hooting and hollering and dancing yep. around a fire, yep. right? Correct. Yes. Um, and you do see the folks dancing, but it's after he's begun yes. tripping. So it's, so it's, it's a question of like it's yes. a, if it's his projection, correct, or how Plus, much of it is. He says, <laughs> "You ran outside, and then we heard screaming. Yeah, right. And then so, he came out to check on you. So it's very was clear, anybody else out there? Yeah, it's very <laughs> clear that no one was out there doing all kinds of fucking dances. He was right. just fucking tripping his head off, you know. And likely if they did hear him screaming and went out to check on him. They weren't like, well, I guess, I guess now's the time to dance buddies. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, it's very clear that any sort of like thing that he's witnessing that seems like problematic is that way because that's how he's perceiving what the tribe would do or how they would act. And it's very, it's sort of like, yeah, I don't know. I was, I was like, you know, I think when he like regresses, you know, that's a little bit like yeah, got some uh, not needed. I think right. And also it's like, oh, you used like a smaller uh person of color to show that he's regressing, which I'm like, okay, just show William Hurt. I like just put William Hurt in hair. I understand that what you're trying to portray is like, you know, Cro-Magnum or whatever, but like you don't need to do that with showing a person of color, you know. Also, you can just put some weird prosthetics on him and he doesn't – I know that his – It's th- unclear if that person was chosen because – I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm not saying they were chosen specifically. I'm saying that you don't need to – you should be more conscience, conscious conscience yeah. of how you're portraying that. Right. That's all I'm saying. Like, and For sure. I'm sure that person was chosen because they were – Short. Small and a dancer. They were part yeah. of the Alvin Eiley company. Right, right, right. Yes. But, like, they don't look like William Hurt. They don't look any, you know what I mean? And I'm like, you can just, 
And I don't know. It's just that whole sequence. I was like, oh. yeah. I understand. I mean, that whole sequence is kinda... He's supposed to be regressing into a different creature. I get that. Yeah. But like, it would have been vastly more interesting if you showed William Hurt doing things like that, and um, like he was, you know, picked because he was shorter. But he's never really like in a position where you can tell his height relative to another person's yeah no he could so be shot in a way so correct. the height yeah. is not or and is that masked. would have been a lot more interesting to see yeah. you know giantess william hurt <laughs> <laughs> as a you know shot in yeah. a way to make him look tiny yeah. i would have been interested in that you know um that's all that's my whole thing on that i'm like mm, but right. other than that i think it's super interesting. that whole sequence is kind of silly anyway that's like one of one of the for me that sequence kind of is one of the weaker of the movie i fully agree i fully agree (laughs) it doesn't have the weight that a lot of the other things it yeah because it it reads as more comical than a lot of the other shit it does and it also is science is science what somewhat i was trying to say simultaneous and somewhat so i was like sizably you know it's like sort of like the rest of it like all of the things he experiences is kind of a question mark right and, and then this is that rep- this is presented as, as being is and so there's no real lead up to it yeah and so you're right it, and it, yeah right it lacks the and then it does and then they don't do it ever again so it's not like every time he, you don't know if he's actually turning into this creature every time. The next time he does it, it's like this whole, like. Yeah, there are some leaps because yeah. the time before this is when he like comes out and he's bloody and I he can't speak. I love that shit so and much. And they have x-rays, they have all these tests done. He's like, I think I'm re- regressed. Yeah. And then he goes and the very next time he does it, or that yeah, we see it, right, like, he fully yeah. <laughs> he devolves. And like just goes out running and kills a fucking gazelle in the fucking goes into the Bronx Zoo. Yeah, and LOL. kills and it's like anyway. what? What? Yeah, it's wrong. But yeah, to this you you put it together for me. It's that <coughs> it seems out of place. Yes, and because like you're saying, it's it's the way the 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 cinematic language of it. Yeah, is that we're watching factual events whereas so much of the rest of the movie is hallucination it's supposed to be hallucinations he's had or like yeah whatever representations of what he's experiencing Mm -hmm. through his own perception right right and this even after when he's describing it to Mm -hmm. his side piece wife (laughs) wife piece (laughs) wife piece (laughs) he was like i I remember fragments, but I was, you know, it was just yeah. pure instinct. He makes it sound so much cooler. Right. <laughs> and that's not at all what we experience, right? No. We see an animal running around the Yeah, zoo. right. Yeah. Right. So. You see someone that, like, is trying to kill dogs and shit. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, this isn't. Yeah. And it would have served it better. Less. Yeah. Trying to make a furry proto-human. <laughs> yeah. Do more POV. Where, With like, a hairy. With a tall, hairy butt crack. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so that part. 
Yeah, I, a couple. <laughs> but I will say overall, I was really surprised at the pacing. I really enjoyed the pacing. I thought it was, mm-hmm. it yeah. keeps it up. Yeah. And it is a lot Which more. Which is hard to do with also, lots of long was, visual I'm surprised. sequences. I didn't, I didn't realize this. It was a total flop. I didn't realize that because it's such a. I don't think it was a total flop. I read that it. It had a little profit. I don't know if it was like how long it took, but oh, okay. It made nineteen million uh, on top of fifteen, so a budget. Oh wow! So wait, like above, it cost fifteen to make, and then it made like four four million more. Right. Or okay, okay, okay. I wrote down. I just want a couple notes. So, I. As soon as like the movie starts and you see William Hurt, I was like, "Yeah, well, if William <laughs> Hurt, this age, William Hurt, if he existed now, he'd be in a Marvel movie. He'd be like, fucking oh yeah, he's Star Lord. He's got right. that face. So I'm like, God, thank God he was not born now because he's so fucking attractive. But I love his weird, like, he just is in weird shit. We were talking about this before we watched it that I. So I still feel weird about him. I don't. I can't so quite say that I like him. I don't dislike him. I, this I is something that makes me be like. Mm. But I think part of it is that my first girlfriend's dad very totally vaguely looked like him. Absolutely, and this yeah. was kind That's of a, a joke th- in their family. Oh, oh, and fuck. when the, the doctor came out that movie with him. Oh, I don't remember that one. Yeah, and. That guy was also a doctor, so it was oh. like, ha, ha, ha. Oh, I would hate William Hurt if that was my experience with him. So you're doing good. I mean, <laughs> bravo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wrote. I love how he delivers a fucking monologue. It's so. He, I just love how he does that shit. There's so many like long, like. Can we say this is the Hollywood it's debut? His, feature film fucking debut jesus i didn't one i had no idea two i i I found that out like close to the end of the movie and i was like what the fuck i didn't know until you told me also true everywhere yeah i know (laughs) so many people are in this and i say that it was like there were so many people that i immediately fucking john laroquette God, he he. John Larroquette is someone that I think was really fucking hot when he was younger. Absolutely. Oh my god, and I like, I'm like, what? Like, he looks like he's 15. He looks like he's a seven oh, foot know. tall 15 year old in this movie. Baby. I'm like, oh my god. Which let me retract something. <laughs> I said he looks fucking hot, and then I said he looks 15. <laughs> That's not what I meant. I'm exaggerating how young he looked. He did not actually look 15. Right. I'm being he's he looks like he's still like just starting to go gray in this. So which I think is really hot. I think when people go gray early, it's so fucking hot. Like I don't right. like anybody that's like, oh, I started going gray early and I got so insecure. I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. don't get insecure. Like <laughs> fucking that is a blessing. That shit's so fucking hot, especially when people look really young. For like an extended period of time, but they go young. Uh, they go he gray at like in his early thirties. What? He looks so fucking young. Anyway, John Larroquette is how old? He's in the Search for Spock. I believe it. Sorry. How old is he? Born nineteen forty-seven. What? Oh my 
my God. I thought he was like maybe in his 60s. I didn't realize he was that old. Yeah, that's wild. Can we pause? Because I think I have to period poop. You heard it here. Mm. And that's when I said, I didn't even marry a farmer. Mm-hmm. Nothing? I don't get it. I didn't even marry a farmer? It's a great punchline. <laughs> you got it there? Um... <laughs> Um, yeah, I was, I remember we left off with me talking about William Hurt looking hot or something. Basically, I just want to, oh yeah, I just want to look like a guy from the eighties. This is 1980. So I know. Oh, right on the edge. It is. It is. Amazing sweaters in this movie. I mean, really from the, from like 1978 to like 1995 is like the range of masculinity I want. Um, Quite a range. It is. Because Crash was like 1994, and I was like, oh my god, I wish I looked like James Spader. He looked kind of 80s in that movie. He definitely in my did. personal opinion, but whatever. Um, no, I just, I enjoy William Hurt. I think there's something about him that's like, what I enjoy about him is that he is so, he's like very attractive. He's very um, conventionally attractive. Uh-huh. But he seems to take weird roles or he's not like I don't know I just feel like he doesn't have like that like we should know. probably watch Children of Lesser God because I've never watched it really or maybe I have I can't never remember <laughs> yeah I'd be interested to see what I would think of it now gotta imagine it's painful I fucking love Marley Madeline so yeah I'd be super I loved stoked. her on My Name is Earl <laughs> I uh, she was on like the West Wing or something, I think. Uh, yeah. um, that tracks. Yeah. I don't know. I <laughs> love her. Um, also, she's really funny, which is really yeah. interesting. Um, <laughs> Can you imagine a deaf no, person being I funny? No, I mean, like, an attr- like, it's interesting that, like, she's known for, like, drama. <laughs> yeah. And she's not, like, she, I, she won, like, an Oscar for, like, drama, but she's, like, really funny. Is I mean, like, in just generally speaking she's right. very funny so that's something that I, I what i mean is that's interesting is to me i find that appealing is more what i mean anyway yeah yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah also like i grew up you know my aunt was um an interpreter for the deaf uh-huh. so i grew up around like lots of deaf folks and around um you know it wasn't it's not the handle, no, <laughs> the handle's not. You're not gonna be able to reach it. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, that film changed Hollywood forever. Now there's roles for differently abled people all the time. Yeah, right. Um, Wait, did you tell me that is not a term that's? I just don't think people actually use it. I feel like people think it's more. Uh-huh. Uh, what do you call it? Placating. Like, it's like, uh-huh. well, you're not the same. Well, you're just definitely. Mm-hmm. I, I follow a lot of, like, um, our friends without homes. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like, I, I've not seen, I don't know, I feel like I yelled that. It's, I have not seen any folk, any disabled folks who use the term. Okay. So that's why I, um, don't use it myself. 
I'm not saying it's never used. I just have not seen it used in any, like in a community with um, any community that is considered disabled or considered to have a disability. Okay. Um, but Hand- I don't remember. Handy capable. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I also don't remember if it's, I don't, cause like there's such a, uh, a debate and like around like autism to use like, uh-huh. um, like to not use like person first, person first language. Wow. That when I said that out loud, it sounded like gibberish. I'm sure I said it correct, but I was like, what am I saying? Um, like you don't say like a person who has autism, you uh-huh. say like autistic individual, like an autistic person, like most autistic people. Yes. Don't want person first language. Oh, Meaning interesting. They don't want. C- they're like, cause my autism is part of me. They're like, it's not something that I can carry with me. Like you wouldn't say, a like you like it's sort of like, you wouldn't say like a wheelchair bound person because like you're in you're <laughs> you're talking about the wheelchair in that you're putting the wheelchair as the forefront you know it's something that they use that the person uses so you would say a person uh, like you know an individual using a wheelchair is how you would say that uh-huh. because it's something that they use it's okay. something that they you know it's part of their disability but it's something that they don't have like it's not them like it's not, uh-huh. but with autism, like it's literally just how a person's brain works. So it is part of their identity. So a lot of times they want, uh-huh. so they're like, it's not something that you can separate from me, you know? Okay. Like you would say it like a lot of times, like, and like I, it's, it can be with person first language. A person with schlamydia. <laughs> right. A schlamydiac. <laughs> so you've got it. No, a lot of times person first language is something like some autistic folks want it to be person first language. So the the rule is whatever the community says to do is what you do. But if an individual request like an individual within that community requests something different, then you do that for that individual. That's pretty much the rule. Um, Yeah. Oh, children of a lesser God. William Hurt is hot. In my personal opinion. No, I'm not disagreeing. Oh, I I'm, I'm just, just like, it's my weird, like, no, I don't I'm know. No, I'm fine with that. But see, this is the thing. This is another thing that weird, that not weirds me out, but is weird about me finding William Hurt so fucking attractive. Uh-huh. He's conventionally attractive. Right. So it's like, it doesn't make any sense. Yes and no, though. Like, yeah. that's the thing. He's kind of God. I looking. I, I think you know what I mean? he's <laughs> so fucking hot in the village. Like, with his fucking messy ass hair. And his, like, old man beard. That's the other thing is he so got a certain age and then wasn't as skinny anymore. Yeah. <sighs> and I think for a long time I confused him with David Ogden Steers as a oh young person. Oh, my God, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally. So it, it felt weird that, you know, I, def- yeah. I still picked up on, like, people thought he was hot. So I'm like, that feels weird. <laughs> the asshole from MASH? Oh, God. David Ogden Sears. Yeah. Winchester. I believe. Forget. He is someone... This is weird, though. I can see how you would confuse them. David Ogden Sears, never attractive, in my opinion. I was never... 
I was thought I always got a weird vibe from him. I don't know why. See? I know. So <laughs> not not that I think he was weird. I like I think David Ogden's here is great, but like if you're like, oh, isn't he attractive? I'd be like, what? <laughs> Someone's grandpa? That's right. so fucking yeah. weird, you know? Yeah, he's <laughs> one of those people that just has always seemed like not young. Yes. Oh, my God. Some people are totally like that, where you're like, you never were a teenager or a young adult. You were, <laughs> right. oh, you were born, and you went from being, like, 11 years old to, to 46. <laughs> right. And then once you turned 46, you became 72. Yeah. And then the, it, that's and it. And then R.I.P. <laughs> and then R.I.P. <laughs> anyway. Um, and then you almost married the Waxon and Troy. <laughs> Oh man, that's a pretty good episode though. It I is. think that's a really good. Anyway, um, yeah. there's so many like vibes like <laughs> in this that are like, is this is this gay? Are you gay? Like, there's so many. This is a thing I really really enjoy. I wrote this down about like seven like late seventies early eighties movies uh-huh. and especially movies that are like depicting the late seventies early eighties or whatever uh-huh. like. There's this weird thing that happens where you're like, are they supposed to be related or swingers? Like, like <laughs> the scene where they all go, they're just all oh in each other's it's houses. Chaos. And you're like, who's fucking who? Right. I love that shit. I love it because I'm like, that's how <laughs> it should be. If you have like friends, if you have like a bunch of friends, there should be some confusion over who's married to who. I fucking love that shit. You know? My how, that's kind of how uh, fucking... Internal affairs was, <laughs> yes. Where it's like his ex-wife is yes. hanging out. It's like seventeen different <laughs> fucking people. He's like having se- you don't know who's pregnant with. You're like, wait, who is he with? He's got like seven kids from like four different people, and they're all like commingling. And you're like, wait, what? And you're like, do I hate this? I right. don't know. I can't tell. You do because it's Richard right. Gere and exactly. he's playing a horrible person. Correct. Yeah. But otherwise. Yeah, no. I dig your wife in the booty hole because she's this movie... a fucking freak. <laughs> she loves booty hole sex. Your wife's a sexual deviant. Butthole underwear sex. Oh, penis. Butthole underwear sex. And it's just like, oh my God, your wife's a freak. She does butthole stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, how straight are you? This, <laughs> That's like a first date when you're all lesbian. <laughs> This uh, altered states. It's a <laughs> You're like and change the subject. <laughs> I, I just know I won't come back if I don't stay no, on. No, 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're good. <laughs> it's not about you. Yeah. <laughs> um, um. This is a wild thing that has only started happening for me in my perception. So, like, I don't know where to place it yet. It's mm-hmm. because remember. Early on, I'm like, oh, right. It's supposed to be 1967. Right. But because the movie's release date. Yeah. 1980 is so far away from the present. Like, right. you don't. You... Uh, like, this happened. It happened with. Uh, Jacob's Ladder? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Where I'm like, oh, this is a period piece. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, but was it? Because, like, it was supposed to be 1967. Well, it catches up. And then, and then seven years passes. Yeah. So, like. Which is when it was written. It was written right. in, like, 77, 78. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, that was wild. But it was something where, I like, nothing looked that different to me. 
right. they were trying to go hard on the sixties with like the bell sleeves and shit, but that was pretty much it. Well, I noticed when 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 it jumped ahead seven years, everybody's got like wide ass collars, <laughs> and their shirts are open. Yeah, <laughs> but that was about it. And the only reason I when I said, "Oh, it's supposed to be nineteen seven we know this because it opens with Balaban doing uh, a voiceover saying doctor so and so in 1967 oh. but it <clears throat> it's when they first the first like on the street yeah. shots i'm like why are all the cars like old ass american cars oh, oh yeah yeah oh, right. you i didn't catch that i'm really bad at cat like something will be like this is a period piece here is the time that this piece is set and keith will be like oh right this is set in this time i'm like it is you're like yeah, it explicitly said that. I'm like, what? <laughs> right at the beginning, it was the first thing that was said. I'm like, what? Someone talked. This is my at the new beginning? favorite thing, by the way. Too. Like, it's so it's so surprising to me. I'll be <laughs> like, what? Like right now, you're like, Bob Balaban did a voiceover, and I'm like, he did a voiceover. Doctor Jessup found the encephalographic evidence especially interesting, and one Saturday afternoon in April 1967, he decided to try the experience for himself. I'm like, what? I don't remember that. What? It's the very know. first thing, but it's the only time that happens. Yeah. So. Yeah, no recollection. Okay. Whatsoever. Uh, as we head in the home stretch here, I, I do want to touch on the drama of the production. And this, we haven't really talked about, like, there are multiple wild ass hallucination mm-hmm. segments. Yeah. I fucking loved them. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's so easy for that to go... Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> These, are, for whatever reason, aged really well for me. Yeah. Uh, my only, I guess, critique or complaint is, like, the early ones that they show are, like, all this biblical... Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...reference stuff, which I fucking love. For sure. The fucking goat with oh 12 eyes or whatever. God. Love that. Hell yes. Blood spilling on the Bible... Amazing shit. Or I think it wasn't the Bible. I think that was supposed to be the Ark of the Covenant. Oh, okay. What's well, a book? He opens it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Because the Ark of the Covenant is something that, like, remember because, like, it's one of those things where, like, it's supposed to be, like, made of gold or something. Or, uh-huh. And then well, if the you Ark look is at it. The thing. Oh, that's right. That they, isn't it the Ten Commandments? Isn't that what's supposed to be in it? No. I don't fucking know. I don't the know. Bible covenant. stuff. The Covenant. Yeah, that's a yeah. I don't fucking know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't think it's supposed to be the Bible. Watch Raiders of Lost Ark. Yeah, something. Yeah, get back to us. Totally. I would rewatch that. I haven't watched that in a Same. while. I loved that one. That was my favorite one. It's if for nothing else, it is great for watching some Nazis melt. Yeah, for sure. Um. So the sequences, I loved them. Oh, I loved. I think you did not love this, but I really enjoyed, like, uh, yeah, that's the other thing. The pacing of the movie, it really keeps up. Like, mm-hmm. it really, yeah. it's surprising that it works. I wouldn't guess that it works. Yeah. Especially with all the visual sequences. Yes. But yes. the they are very frenetic. Yeah. And they keep you, <laughs> kept me anyway. What do you think I didn't like? Um, it's his, it's when he goes to Mexico and his trip. That whole sequence, when he sees the wife and him turn to sand, I didn't and it and it takes a long time, and I like it because it's a definite, it's a break, it's a right. breather. I didn't dislike it, that it was taking a long time. I didn't like how 
it kept cutting back and forth really oh, okay. fast. Okay. So it was trying to show that it was taking time, but it kept cutting back and forth between them, which okay. I felt was defeating the purpose okay. of that. I'm like, if they were showing I them in one solid that. like frame yeah. of them crumbling really slow, I'd be like, this is fucking... Oh my God. But it kept like showing her and then showing him and showing her and then yeah. showing him. And I'm like, no, no, no. This is totally defeating the purpose okay. of what you're trying to do here. I hear that. And that's what I didn't like about it. I was like, gotcha. oh my God, I get it. It's taking time, but you're going too fast in how you're uh-huh. showing how uh-huh. <laughs> like uh-huh. it's slowing down. So yeah, I like, I conceptually, I thought it was great, but I didn't like if how it was. If it had been a Tarkovsky it. movie, it would have <laughs> been real time. It's in the Tarkovsky mug. I've seen Archive 81 literally a thousand times. It's when he tells his friend to go to his aunt's house. And he's like, the key is in the Tarkovsky mug. Of course. Uh, I forget that I've seen that a thousand times more than you because I just keep repeating it from the beginning. Right. And I literally can just like quote it. And I'll be like, yeah. And I'll be like, oh, I'm going to quote. It came out two months ago. (laughs) It literally did. I'm like, okay. Okay. uh, Oh. Before we get into that, I want to yeah. say a couple things. Yes. When William Hurt is like having his fucking hallucinatory meltdowns, yeah. you know, in front of his friends. And the guy's like, you brought back some Mexican mushrooms. That was really funny to that me. That guy has he, I, Mason, that he, character. I loved him. He has he, the best oh my God. long ass. He just the when they're screaming at each other in the fucking hospital, and yeah. he's just he's like, away. "I'm a Harvard doctor." I'm gonna show these someone who can read and write because you're reading it wrong. That's all there is to it. Because <laughs> no one's gonna tell me you de-differentiated your goddamn genetic structure for four goddamn hours and then reconstitute it. I'm a professor of endocrinology at the Harvard <laughs> Medical School. I'm an attending physician at the Peter Bent Brigham Hospital. I'm a contributing editor to the American Journal of Endocrinology. And I'm a fellow and vice president of the Eastern Association of Endocrinologists and president of the Journal Club. And I'm not going to listen to any more of your capitalistic, quantum, friggin' dumb, limbo, mumbo, jumbo. I'm going to show these to a radiologist. William Hurt just starts laughing. He just sits down in the doorframe. And Everybody's like He laughs laughing, in his face and, and it, then sits down. And I was like, same. <laughs> fucking same. But he's just like, literally, I think what I liked about it so much is the guy, He like you were like, I loved you in Midnight Mass. Like, for sure, he has the same look as that dude. But his voice is so hot, Southern. And he's just like. Well, he said that in the no, bar scene. No, no, no. I know. I know. But like. It, he's got that same look and you expect him to have like this gruff, rough voice, but he just has like this half Southern accent and he just, <laughs> he's like, why Shug? Um, over everything. <laughs> and I loved his character. Also, I really loved, I, it was hard. He comes in and he's so hot and skeptical. And he's like, I, I love it. he's, he's just, like an X-Files character. Oh God. It was, t- it was so much, but Played what I liked, Charles Hayde, what I loved I, I loved it because it honestly felt like they all really were friends because they all brought such different energy and yeah. they dealt with like he would just come and he would just be screaming and like Bob Balaban would just be like, I'm just going to say Balaban kind is of like ch- unfazed for yes. almost the entirety of the he movie. would just be like, you know, <laughs> he would just say some kind of sarcastic remark and they would be like, why are you like this? And he'd just be like. I don't know. What do you want from me? And I was like, yes. And then William Hurt's like the crazy, like, I'm going to do all this really unsafe shit. And y'all are going to hold my hand through it. And they're just like all, it's all of their reactions to him. They're like, you're my friend, but do I really want to? 
stupid. God, it's so accurate too. Exactly. The, the way that. It, oh my god, and I loved white it. White men are enabled. But I want yes, but that's what I wanted to address in the sense of like William Hurt's character is like, and this is I feel like a trope that happens in a lot of. Um, especially oh, yes. American films where yes. it's like I'm unfeeling and logical only and I and so therefore I'm the most like it's the yeah. um, when you have like it's Ben Shapiro. Well, no, it's the thing of like I'm unfeeling and logical. So therefore I'm like, uh, what do you call it? Um, it was like Kevin Bacon's character in um, Flatliners. Flatliners. The oh, what do you call it? The. I don't know, objective? The yeah. control? Yeah, the control, you know, I'm a c- the control uh, subject or whatever. Like, yeah. I don't have an opinion on this stuff, you know, because I, I'm not leading with emotion. Therefore, yeah, right. you know, I'm, but I'm like, in real life, you're just autistic and you're a pariah. You're not actually considered the control subject. So it's like this weird thing where like in film, in media, like having no feeling or being unfeeling about things is always presented as like the superior, like heightened individual. But in reality, if that's how you are, even if you're a white male, you're oftentimes like ostracized for that. So it's like this weird thing that happens, like where if you don't have like you have to be. Yeah, it's so weird. Like his character, the way his character behaves, I'm like. This it's being presented as unfeeling. Something that I did enjoy though is at the end, uh-huh. like a lot of it is like him being like, "I'm going to remove myself from humanity. I'm going to remove right. myself from like the idea of reality because that's Im- impermanent and not real. And like, what is uh-huh. real is like what comes from consciousness and the inside. You know. Yeah, he's looking for right. uh, transcendental truth. Right. Exactly. And then once he like gets it sort of he's like i was wrong that was this awful. is horrible I and i really want and i liked that because it it shows that like it shakes his core and yeah. like he understands and then i mean it's kind of cheesy because it ends with him being right. like i love you Which but he i'm hasn't like been able to say right it. but i enjoyed it in the sense of like i appreciate the fact that they're like the what is going to like not feeling, not loving, not caring is right. not actually going to keep you from pain. It's not going to keep you from right. Things. Yes. So I did appreciate it. I kind of felt the out the the. It is rushed. It, it's rushed, and I felt like it was a little cheesy in how it was put Absolutely. out there. But I was like thinking about. It, I like woke up today and I was like, you know what? Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. You're showing that like you can do this, and still have emotions and feelings and you can do this thinking that you're you're a control subject subject thinking that you're only putting yourself through it uh-huh. thinking that you're the only subject here and you end up hurting the people that you love right and so i really enjoyed i yeah i really liked it i really liked how that came about I do like i yeah <coughs> they don't i don't think they i don't think they uh show it as well as they could have right personally you do right and it's one of these things you're like it's okay you it's a film so you only get two hours to do you know and so there are things that really feel rushed yeah but overall like kudos for getting it all in there i think you know like like you do see they do try to give space to he uh I don't want to just say his wife over and over. Again. I know, like a fucking, <laughs> fucking what, Emily. Well, what, what, like, <laughs> fucking uh, Cotton. What's Hank's wife? Yeah. What is his name? What's his name? 
in the movie? William Hurt's character? Eddie? Yeah, it's Eddie. Yeah, he yeah. said, Eddie's wife. Just call her <laughs> yeah, Eddie's, yeah, wife. Eddie's wife. Eddie's <laughs> wife. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, I mean, she's got her own career. She's got her own interests. And mm-hmm. you see that, I mean, I feel like they go a little hard because her character, like, when she proposes to him. Oh, yeah, that was horrible. Sets it up in a weird dynamic. But <coughs> they maintain that dynamic. Mm-hmm. And it feels true to that character. I don't right. know if that's a real person, per se. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't know. You know, uh, maybe. I like, but I sorry. do like that. Once she starts believing him, she's like, "Oh fuck, this is real." He may kill himself, basically, yeah. and that's going to have an impact on my fucking family yeah. and me. And she has this scene where she's kind of melting down with <coughs> Mason. Yeah. Where she's like, you know, I'm possessed by him. Yeah, I, I liked that a lot. Yeah. It goes real heavy, but it like... It goes real hard. And but I fucking loved how she's like, I try so hard not to give a shit about him. Like, I tried to sleep yeah, with other men. Right. I tried to... I tried like, to fall in love. Yeah, I You tried, know how many times I've tried to fall in love yeah, over the last she's year? Like, yeah, she's like, I, it doesn't matter who I sleep with. It right. doesn't matter whose hand I hold. And I liked that they... Impl- she's not like saying, I just tried fucking around. She's like, I tried... To fall in love. Everything. Do you know how many men I tried to fall in love with this past year? But it won't work no matter who I'm in bed with. I have to imagine it's him or nothing happens no matter who I'm eating with or walking with. There's always this pain because it isn't him. I'm possessed by him. Oh, it's crazy. I think that's the way it's supposed to be. Like, right. I tried to sit, like, have conversations with. She was like, and I had to oh, picture yeah. him right. for anything to happen. Right. And I was like, oh, fuck. And she's like, why? And she's like, why can't I be rid of him? And he's like, I don't think it works that way. And I was yeah. like, fuck, yeah. you know? Right. And I was like, yeah, that's really real. And I appreciated that it was addressing the fact that she's there, not out of obligation, but because she cares. And she doesn't know yeah. why. Right. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, that does feel super yeah, fucking that real. Yeah. Right. Like and and the fact that like I liked how I honestly liked how they portrayed their relationship because they they like split up yeah. because they were like we want different things right and we still care about each other and he was just like I can't do this I can't maintain this and and be alive and she's like cool I want this so I guess we're splitting up and they're right. still friends they talk and it's literally just they want different things out of life so they split up and then they're apart for like a full yeah, year. Despite the scene that we just described, it's it's not really tragic. No, it's not she's tragic. She's not he, seen as tragic. Right. I mean he picks her up at the airport and what she's worried about in all this isn't why isn't he with me? Why doesn't he why right. is he sleeping with that? They're shown as him sleeping with other people. She specifies that she's slept with other people. Correct. They have, you know, it's they're not jealous they're not like right. meddling in each other's life what she's worried about is his safety right and it, I, i'm like okay i feel like this is like the healthiest i've ever seen like a complicated relationship portrayed like their yep. relationship is showed as not cut and dry they care about each other but they don't necessarily know how to be together in a way that feels good for both Compared of them compared to every 90s movie exactly. with dustin hoffman <laughs> you know what i mean like Sphere and Outbreak and all those movies where it's not just him, obviously, but like Twister, (laughs) you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. come on, guys. Um, However, uh, he is 
like that's the thing. You're right. Is that it's like it doesn't make any bones. It doesn't like it's yeah. not fully explicit because you know it's the late yeah 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 seventies right. <sighs> so we didn't like. Now he would probably be diagnosed with something. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. He's either a sociopath or autistic or something. Right, 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 yeah. Because he fully says, uh- like, like all their interactions that are about the relationship right. where he was like, uh, yeah, I guess I could probably be a decent husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't imagine. Um, he's like, I don't really get along with people, and I really get along with you, and I can't imagine that working yeah. with anyone else. So it's like, yeah. But- Another thing I I like that I want to point out. So, well, I shouldn't say I like this, but another thing that I found interesting was Uh they talk about schizophrenia, but the way that they talk about it, I was like, okay, they're not like there's, it's basically, I mean, because it's when they're talking about it, it's set in the sixties. So it's when they still didn't know a lot about it, but they're not, Yeah. they're not, they don't do it in the way that from beyond did where they're like, schizophrenics or whatever. Um, and then they show people schizophrenia, and you're like, "Oh my god, he is he's yeah." And you only see one. Yeah, he's subject. interested in them because he's interested in how they experience it. Yeah, and he's right. like, and he doesn't. And again, this is like showing how they used to perceive this, but it's still not shown in a way that where they're like, first, they're not like um, doing the thing where they like show people like in straight jackets, and Correct. they're not like you um, see one test subject. Yes. And, and all they have is like wires and they're asking her like what she's experiencing right. while she's experiencing and, right. that, and that's it. And he's like, I'm really fascinated with them because they have a lot of spiritual ideation. Uh-huh. And that was it. It wasn't like, oh, and he was like, he was like basically saying like their brains work differently. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's true. I mean, he was like right. saying like they experience things completely differently right. from other people. That's not false. <laughs> right. And it wasn't shown. And again, I'm not saying it was perfectly done and I really no. loved it, but I was like, okay, yeah, they're, they're escaping a lot of things by not going too hard on like the science shows. I mean, yeah. he, I think he says, I think it's meant to mean like, like psychologically but he says like physically they ex- they're they're made differently and i think i think that's uh-huh. supposed to mean i think it's just like the language was kind sure. of right. not great but i think that's supposed to mean like their brains are wired differently you know like he's like they're completely different than you know right essentially like a neurotypical individual they didn't have they, i mean i'm not saying they didn't have that language but they didn't use that language back then yeah. so you know he's basically saying like they're and it's also like who knows what language was used in academia? Exactly, and that's what I mean. Like, time. and I don't think, yeah, I don't think that they would be using it in like the '60s in a fucking movie yeah. for Hollywood. Anyway, it was just interesting that they weren't de- like anything that they showed. Like, even the uh-huh. they weren't demonizing or trivializing anything that they showed. They were showing that they were studying it or interested in it because of the experience that that people had, and so there wasn't. It was like they weren't judging it from the outside they were trying to have yeah. a, get a glimpse of it right. like help like try to understand what someone is seeing what someone is experiencing right which was i yeah it was yeah. just like really interesting so kudos i guess yeah <laughs> anyway talk about the drama no, you're, you're right it totally avoids a lot of the yeah. tropes that we see yeah i mean before but definitely after absolutely yeah i mean definitely you know like how mental health is Yes, even now, before yeah. This is and like they don't go the map, hard. They don't go hard on trying to explain it. 
they <coughs> they right. do almost the exact no, yeah, opposite. They're true. like, we don't yeah. know, we don't fucking know. Avoiding the thing that really drives me crazy. Don't give more than you need Correct. to. Correct. Yeah, then it's a liability. Right. Okay. So, uh, some backdrop. The film had its origin with a meeting uh, with the the author Patty Chayefsky. Mm-hmm. Had with his friends Bob Fosse mm-hmm. and Herb Gardner. Bob Fosse. <laughs> they were feeling, quote, disgruntled. Mm-hmm. And as a joke, conceived of a movie they could make together. They wanted to pitch something to Dino De Laurentiis, who was making King Kong. After discussing a version of Frankenstein, they decided to do a version of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Oh, interesting. Okay. Chayefsky went home and wrote a three-page Quote, dramatic statement, and I have never seen something come together so fast. Um, then he decided to make a serious movie uh, based on... Chayefsky decided to write a serious film on the American scientific community and the archetypal man in search of his true self. Hmm. Anyway, so... Yeah. Drama <laughs> ensued. Drama ensued. The first director was quit. Supposedly there was like, tw- like the Ken. Russell. Russell. <laughs> Driscoll. I don't know names. He said he was the 20, sup- according to him, he was the 27th director. <laughs> that was asked to do it. 26 people said no thanks before him. <laughs> Which apparently he had been struggling because he did a movie, did a, a, had a box office failure with Valentino. Oh. In 1977, which I think is a biopic. Oh, interesting. About. Valentino. Yeah. <laughs> Rudolph. Yeah. Supposedly, um, they tried the, uh, cha- the hyperbaric chamber, what is it? Isolation. Isolation tank. They tried that, and, like, some of the, like, cast tried it, and William Hurt hallucinated. But oh, like yeah. others didn't, you know. Some people hated it, and but William Hurt supposedly experienced hallucinations. I would have, I I no interest in, like especially like watching stuff like no interest in trying hallucinatory substances whatsoever. Oh yeah, no, absolutely not. I think for our yeah, no thanks. Particular yeah things. Oof. Hallucinogens are not the way to go. No. I have some interest in isolation chambers. No way. I don't think I could do it, but I'm really fascinated. Oh, yeah. I'd be interested to read about it, but doing it? No. I don't even know if I'd want to see one up close. I'd be like, that's too much. That's actually too much for <laughs> me. <laughs> oh, we'll say that, uh, what's her name that plays Emily? Um, she was Blair in Brown is in Fringe. Fringe. And. Yeah, there's a lot of. The I, yeah, they do an isolation chamber thing in there. Mm-hmm. They drop acid and yeah, which is clearly borrowed from this. Mm-hmm. Correct. Anyway, I don't need to go too hard. Russell and Chayefsky didn't get along. Yeah. Um. And when you described this to me, I thought he was just an, an a novelist, Chayefsky. Same. Yeah. But well, no, that's how he, it's... he worked in Hollywood. Oh, I see. He was like a screenwriter. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't make a lot. I didn't understand a lot of it. So, but uh, yeah, apparently he wrote this treatment or whatever, and someone convinced him to write a whole novel mm-hmm. 
before pitching it to a studio. So mm-hmm. he did that mm-hmm. for whatever reasons. Yeah, that's that's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, and I guess his name isn't actually on the film. No, he asked. He's credited he this. Said, yeah, he said no thanks. Yeah, yeah. he walked. Yeah, but it's, so it's credited to Sidney, which is his like Aaron, which is his his like, pseudonym or something like that. No, it's his actual legal name. Like, oh. <laughs> Because he goes by Patty for some reason, but his first name is Sydney and his middle name is Aaron or whatever the credit okay. was. Yeah, but I, I there's these things like Russell said Chayefsky, quote, didn't like the color of the paint on the isolation tank. Then it went on to other things. He didn't like the lighting. The lighting comes up several times. Wow. Then he didn't like the machinery. Then he thought I was making the actors appear drunk in a scene where they were written to be slightly tipsy. <laughs> There was a lot of embarrassing dialogue, and there was a hell of a lot more in the original script than there is now. Wow. It was a verbose script. Wow. And that's easy to believe, given some of the, oh, like... Oh, for sure. Yeah. They are just... And kudos to the fucking actors, because... I know. They spit all this... <laughs> it goes by so fast. But it honestly, it they're all academics. They yeah. would do this. It, 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 it feels, fits. It tracks, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. Chayefsky eventually walked, and his yeah. name isn't on the movie, and uh, sucks to suck, I guess. <laughs> I like this quote. Patty's hallucinations were impossible to film, said Russell later. He'd write a direction, something like, interstellar gas shot through five million miles of universe like a puff of cigarette smoke. <laughs> but when I read the script, I realized the picture would only succeed to the extent that it dramatized a certain experience common to all men and that experience isn't gas going through the universe (laughs) Russell maintained that he changed almost nothing in Chayefsky's script and called the writer impossible to please we shot every word that Patty wrote except for some trifling changes in the Mexican sequences in fact I was more faithful to the script in altered states than in any previous movie and I think I did a great did it great justice yeah I bet that's wild. Oh, also, apparently, the uh, let's see if I'm getting this right. I think this when they first get to the Mexico or the mm-hmm. first scene we see in Mexico, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Are they harvesting mushrooms for the ceremony?" He's like, "No, yeah. it's for next year." <laughs> apparently, that was uh, and everything was shot on location. So like wild. Harvard yeah. and oh, wow. San Francisco and New York. Uh, additional scenes set in Mexico were filmed on location in Creal. Chihuahua and included real life footage of Tara Umara people collecting psychotropic mushrooms. Wild. Wild. All right. Would you recommend? Oh hell yeah. Yeah. Um we talked about this like <laughs> I, I've never done uh hallucinogens, no interest. <laughs> I mean I, I have had interest, but have uh, decided Oh yeah, that's no, not for me. Absolutely not. And I try to imagine, you know, I have done some edibles. Yeah. And I've tried imagining what that would be like watching this movie, and even that Horrifying. seemed like maybe too yeah. much. You said you were like, imagine being high while watching. <laughs> that. I was like, absolutely not. No, yeah. thank you. So, but if that's your kind of oh, thing, oh yeah, this will be so much fun. Uh, I found it the visuals very so enjoyable. Oh, and amazing. the soundtrack. I didn't even bring Amazing. up the soundtrack. Nominated. Academy and Should be. Nominated. Yeah. yeah. There are some. I think the end, moments. I think the end goes hard. It starts playing like v- happy. It gets synthy. Yeah. Once it gets to the 
uh, once he goes down the whirlpool kind of shit. No, like at the end when he's like, I love you, it's like, meh, 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 oh, yeah. meh. it gets like yeah. really love songy. Well, I don't know why you're doing the Jeopardy theme song, but. It's because I love <laughs> Jeopardy. But. He said, I love you. And when I think of that, I think of Jeopardy. So, no. That's fair. R.I.P. Aw. Uh, but yeah, recommend. Absolutely. Yes. And I don't even know if I have caveats with this. It's just like, if I mean, if you don't like trippy movies, you'll hate it. But yeah. I, mean, I mean, if you I like 70s, like if you like shit that looks kind of 70s, uh, came out in 1980 and you you think William Hurt is hot and you want to try to sneak a peek of his ding dong. I was yelling the whole time Man. that I couldn't see his dick. I just want to see it. Uh, we, William I, Hurt. I feel like we were both convinced too that it was in this movie. I was. I was very oh, also the aha sequence. The fucking take on me sequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Apparently actually lifted from this movie. Or like the video was. Oh shit. Who knows? Yeah. But it's full on. You can tell. Yeah. And I thought that was done really well. Like, oh, I love it. The special it. effects for being cheesy-ish. Oh, God. When he's banging his arm against the wall. Yeah. Fuck. And it, every time oh he changes. The, I thought one it of my favorite effects so is when they show him, but he looks like static. Yes. Oh, so good. Yeah, the visual effects are. Loved it. Not just the, like, trippy yeah, no. 2001 sequences, right. but the, like, just, body yeah. stuff. Yeah. And this turned out to be way more body horror than I expected. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, and the yeah. shit with the... His apparently, arm. this is one of the first times that, um, that per, like, the air bladders under the skin. Yeah, it, it was so really well. good. What the fuck? Yeah, it was good. So, Man, this kudos. was good. This was good shit. I was really... I was like, fuck yeah. Holds up. Yeah, definitely holds up. Holds up a lot better than I thought it was going to. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. And again, uh... So impressed with the pacing. I fully expected it to be same, bored, yes, and I never same, was. Same. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah. suck it, Shyaski. <laughs> yeah. Russell nailed it. <laughs> also, Shyaski died like a year after this. Yeah. Came so out. double suck it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry you didn't live long enough to feel the burn. Uh, yeah. All right. That's all. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, my everything went well, and my uterus no longer exists. It's been incinerated. <laughs> thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Like and subscribe. Bye. <laughs>